You are tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown, the official podcast for the Atlanta Realtors. We're here to keep you updated with the latest trends, topics, and keep you in the know of our ever-changing Atlanta market. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, welcome back to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. I'm your host, Matt LaMarche. Super excited for today's episode. I think every real estate agent in Atlanta is going to get at least one to ten things applicable to their business today. No pressure. No pressure. <laughs> no pressure. But uh, I'm super excited for this episode. Again, I think it's going to be a lot of practical and tactical stuff that people can take away, even small business owners, because you know, our business, we're always setting goals. We're always talking about tracking activity, tracking results and everything in between. So um, super excited to have you here with us today, Miss Kristen Coffin. How are Thank you today? You. I am good. How good. are you? I'm doing really well. Doing really well. Good. Um, I have a bone to pick with you before we get started. Okay, let's go. Apron and ladle. He does a, a pre-podcast <laughs> breakfast. I know. We both live in Sandy yeah, Springs. I, I also love Apron and Ladle, and he posts it on Instagram, but who's not with him? Right. His guest today. Yeah, so I, Who thought could have by the, come? I thought by the end of this 30 minutes, you would be sick of me, so I thought any more time would just be way too much. Sausage biscuits <laughs> will get me to do anything. Okay, got it, got so it. Good to know. Next right. time. <laughs> I can't resist a good. I saw it uh, and I almost DM'd you, and I was like, "No, no, no! I'm just gonna do this when I get to the podcast." <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I'm gonna call awesome. you out. <laughs> no, I appreciate the accountability. I will. Uh, I'll definitely call you next time. Um, well, so let's let's just dive right into it real quick. Just a little bit more about who you are, kind of your background, not just in real estate, but in professional sense as well. Sure. Um, and then you know you're our subject matter expert today, so talk to us about your journey of goal setting, of that you know accountability to activities and your goals and, and why you're so passionate about this. All right. So I have been in real estate for actually September this month will be 16 years, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> um, born and raised in Atlanta, actually born in Roswell at Northside Hospital. Grew up in Roswell, born at Northside Hospital, which is actually mm. Atlanta. But um, I uh, didn't, st well, I got my real estate license when I was 26. But before that, I was a marketing coordinator for an architecture and engineering firm. Uh, did some marketing and advertising stuff before that. Really wasn't the side of marketing that I wanted to be on. Um, have a marketing de degree from Georgia State. Um, and knew some people that were in the mortgage business and uh, a, a chick who owned a boutique brokerage, real estate brokerage, and just decided, you know, at 2005 or so, you know, pretty close to when the bubble was about to burst. <laughs> good timing, but, good yeah, timing. great timing. Had commercial guys that I knew going, do not get into residential yeah. real estate right now. I'm like, sounds great. I have no idea what you're talking about. Let's go. But um, anyway, decided to, you know, jump in there and just see what I thought about that. And here we are today. So I love it. Yeah. I love it. Was, it. it was interesting for a while there, for sure, because the bubble did burst and, you know, short sales was my game for a while. Well, and we all know this is a cyclical business to some degree. And, mm -hmm. you know, now we've been, what, five or six, almost seven years in a, in a seller's market one way or another, yeah. either white hot or, you know, according to the data, um, you know, six months or less of inventory, at least. Um, so you've <laughs> seen month. a couple different <laughs> cycles now. Um, mm -hmm. So in 16 years, you know, why do you set goals? Like why, why is someone that's listening to this going, I'm a brand new realtor, or I've even been in for 15, 20 years. I've never set one goal. Maybe I'm missing some potential. Like why, why should we be thinking about this? I think that you have to have some kind of action plan to get where you're going, mm. you know? So I love goals. I love setting goals. I love talking about goals, but 
I was not always that person. Historically, you know, I would, to think about doing it, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, at the end of the year, you're like, all right, we're gonna business plan, I'm gonna set goals for the next year, you know? And, and it all sounds so fun and let's do that. And then when it really gets down to it, it's like, okay, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna do this? Especially early on in the business, you know, writing a business plan when you have no idea, you're like, well, how do I write a business plan? I don't even right. know what I'm, you know, I don't even right. barely know how to write a contract, <laughs> you know? So, um, I think you just, you have to have some kind of plan. And I, I, I liked that about goals, but I just didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had to teach myself really how to do it. And it's funny because, um, I, you know, I think a lot of people do this or maybe did do this. You set goals at the beginning of the year and then halfway through the year you go, oh yeah, I wrote some goals down that maybe I should look back and, and see what those are about, you right. know? And I did that so many times that finally I just started setting monthly goals, weekly goals. I mean, I've always had a to-do list. I'm a paper and pen kind of person, you know? I just, I have to have my to-do list. I'm a planner and I'm, I'm organized. I, you know, it's a, one of a, a good quality about myself that I appreciate from my mother instilling that, instilling that in me actually. But um, I started putting the first thing on my to-do list every day was look at your goals. I mean, it sounds silly, but it's crazy how much it really helps, mm -hmm. you know? And that was a long time ago, but that's when I really started getting into the nitty gritty of setting goals and knowing that, okay, go look at the goals that you set for the year every single day or for the month or, you know, whatever it is, because if you don't, <laughs> you're just going to forget about them, yeah. you know, and it keeps you on track and you kind of see where you're going or what you've missed and you can alter them too. You know what I mean? Maybe this wasn't, maybe this made sense six months ago. It doesn't really make sense now, you mm -hmm. know, but I think, and, and not just in business, you know, it's business life, spiritual, education, you know, family, all of it, mm -hmm. health, you know, everything. Well, and the statement too that I hear over and over again when people talk about uh, goal setting and achieving things is that we overestimate what we can do in a year. We underestimate what we can do in 10 years. Yeah. And for me, that's always kind of rung true. And as soon as you started talking about your your journey through this, that got me thinking that you're exactly right at that six month mark. June, July, it's like, I did write some goals down and I think if I shuffle through the, oh, there they are. Right. Um, but you know, the, the deeper that you get into business, especially as an entrepreneur, you know, we're all, you know, we're all contractors basically at the end of the day. And you know, not just with every deal, but with every year that passes, hopefully your business grows and you become better at your craft. But also, um, I think for people, especially that haven't set goals in the past, they don't know where to start. So yeah. give us yeah. your, you know, two or three points here of if I've never set one goal physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even in my business, like where do I start with this? So the acronym SMART, I mean, I think a lot of people know that if you don't, it's, and it's really helpful, you know, and I, can, I think it can help you from day one, just kind of go, all right, what am I, what am I doing here? I have, I have goals. I want to, let's say I want to sell 30 million in real estate this year, you know, do 30 million in volume. Well, how do you do that, mm -hmm. right? So the SMART acronym is specific, measurable. It's kind of changed a little bit. If you look at some, you know, some, it's whatever. Actionable, um, realistic or relevant, and then uh, time-based. So I think you just kind of start there and go, okay, specific. And specific is very important mm -hmm. because you can say, I want to sell however much in real estate, or I want to work out you know, I want to get lean or I want to, you know, be healthier. Well, how do you do that? You know, and you really have to sit there and spend some serious time going, 
what am I going to do? What am I willing to sacrifice? How much time am I willing to put in? And be realistic because how much can you focus on this? You want to be lean. You want to be in the best shape ever. Okay. How many days a week are you going to work out? What are you going to do? How are you going to eat? You know, that kind of thing. I used to, one of my goals was to work out five days a week, you know, and what's cool about goals too, especially when you start writing them down like that and really paying attention to them is like when I used to have to go say, look at your goals. Mm -hmm. I don't have to write that down anymore. That's just something that I do every single day, multiple times a day. Actually, I don't have to write down. I'm going to work out five days a week this week. I work out at least five days. It's just my, it's my, it becomes your lifestyle. lifestyle And then you, you can move on to new goals that you write down. (laughs) You know what I mean? Um, but I would say just, you know, kind of maybe look at that acronym or just, and, and that can help you. But also think about what drives you, you know, what's, what's your motivator and why do you want to reach these goals? Because at the end of the day, you can write goals down, you can have goals, but if you don't have the why, mm-hmm. if you don't know what it is that drives you, then you're not going to reach your goals, yeah. you know? I mean, you might just mistakenly do it, you know, but you're not really, really going to do it. Sure. You know, I mean, a motivator for me has always been money my entire life. Um, at one point in my life, and it was really for security and for freedom. And at one point in my life, I, I didn't have that. So I never wanted to go back to that. But my motivator still is money, but it's changed. Yeah. You know, now I have a son. I have a two-and-a-half-year-old. So it's about making money to give us experiences to make his life the best, you know, to make our life the best so that we can go on vacations with and without him because mom and dad need that too to make his (laughs) life the best Um, so that we can throw him a big two-year-old birthday party and have all our friends there. You know what I mean? Things like that create these experiences and these memories um, and, and security and freedom and, um, and for, to set him up financially so that he's good when we're gone, you know? And so, that really, and, and my business has changed since I had a kid. I mean, I have, it's been better. I've sold more. I've, a, a lot of me has changed and grown. And I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. Anyone with kids knows how that is. You know, yeah. it changes your life and it changes your perspective and your motivation. And anyway, I think driver's a, a huge thing when it comes to goals. So start there. What is it that you want and what is it that motivates you? So, you know, exactly. figure, yeah. I love that. Well, and, you know, every business planning uh, workshop and seminar and talk that I've heard says we got to start there mm-hmm. <laughs> because like you said I think and a lot of people I think re- more recently here have said you know money's not the only thing or it's not it's not my why well that's fine but a lot of people get into real estate for the money mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> and and truthfully you know I love the way that you more eloquently put this but you know, a lot of us think that the money is the driver. And then when you get the money, that's it's no longer the driver. It's what the money can do. It's the freedom that it gives you and so on and so forth. So I love that you mentioned that. But l- let's unpack a little more, too, I think, because I, I love the SMART acronym. I think it's I think it's brilliant. And I think, like you said, they've kind of expanded upon it now. But for me, um, the attainable, mm-hmm. like that, you know, I came into my first year, I was like, I'm going to sell $10 million in real estate. Right. And then got to the end of the year and it sold four and was like, um, so maybe we should adjust a little bit more here, right? And hopefully your business grows and you be, you get better, your your sphere of influence and your referrals and whatever other lead generation activity you're doing, uh, you know, creates more opportunity. But for me, that was a huge letdown because I had set this massive goal, not really knowing 
if that was a big goal or not and not being relative to anything else. Right, right, sure. Uh, and we all go about our business differently. But to me, the attainable thing is, is really um, interesting. And I w- I'm curious, the question coming out of this is, when you start to surround your pe- yourself with people that are like-minded, that are goal-oriented, that, um, you know, that want to be successful, that want to achieve big things, what's your recommendation for that circle? How do you, how do you bring people into that, into your world that are like-minded um, to keep you on track and accountable? Because that's another big part of goal setting. Yeah, I think, you know, just they say you are the sum of the, f- the, the five closest people to you, right? Mm-hmm. So um, just trying to be around those people who have the same, maybe not the same goals, but, you know, have similar goals, who, ha- who have goals, period, yeah, you know? Yeah. And just um, because I think part of goal setting, too, is holding yourself accountable, but also having some people hold you accountable, you know, mm-hmm. your friends, your family, whoever, so that you can make sure that you do get there. Cause it's easy to settle, you know, it's easy to go, uh, and to make excuses and, oh, I don't have to do that today because of blah, you know, but if you've got somebody or more than one person, you know, several people there in your corner going, Hey, did you do this today? Or you can call them and go, I really don't want to do this today, but I know I need to, to get here. Mm -hmm. You know, this small goal is going to get me this big goal. And you've got people there to remind you to do that. Um, where you find those people. I mean, I think in real estate, you know, luckily for me, actually through the Atlanta Realtors Association, shout out. Um, I have several, you know, really good friends who, um, are, are very like-minded, you know, and so that it's easy for me to talk to them and to keep, keep going. And, you know, Kate Wright is a big motivator for me. You know, she's a cheerleader for me and I am for her. And, you know, she pushes me to, to do better and to reach my goals and, and not settle. And, um, Ashley, you know, at, at turn, shout out to turn, go to turn. If you haven't been there, it's a great <laughs> boutique fitness gym, not gym, whatever. Um, but you know, people like that, I just, I, I've been really blessed to meet a lot of people who are similar and who push me to be better. So find those people, you know, wherever you can and just hang on to them. Yeah. Well, and before I got into real estate, I thought it was all competition. Right. I thought that every real estate agent in my broker, out of my broker, doesn't matter in in my neighborhood, in my area, you know, it was all competition is the way that I saw it. But I now know that it's not with everyone, but considerably more than I thought coming into this more collaborative than it is competitive. Um, and, you know, if you're like me and you're listening to this and you're like, I'm pretty self-motivated. I was too. I was really self-motivated and I still am. But I think that point of surrounding yourself with people that are like you, that are like-minded in the in the journey that is this life, not just professionally, but, perf- you know, personally, yeah. that really takes you to an, a whole other level, not just of accountability, but also to the heights that you can reach because now you have people invested um, mm-hmm. in your success. And I, I love that. So obviously we're now it's what, uh, September 2nd. So it's crazy. You know, the market is uh, turned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to say normalized <laughs> because I feel like the last two years, it was just like hair on fire, white hot, yeah. you know, thing, things not normally happening in any market, much less a white hot seller's market. So talk to us about the last two years specifically. And really, I want to dive down more of like the activity. So what do you do to track your activity? Because obviously, in a shifting market, your activity that got you certain results may not get you the same results now. Um, How do you stay on track with 
your goals and your activities? Because I think a lot of people think if I just keep doing what I keep doing, I'll get the same results. Well, not in a shifting market necessarily. Yeah, you ha- you know, I've been more forward thinking in the last, especially the beginning of this year, last couple of years, but really, I mean, the f- you know, we have up until May, it was just, it was nuts, mm-hmm. you know? And so you're just kind of trying to survive every day. <laughs> it's like, I've got all this going on. I mean, my June and July were insane. Mm. And I was just trying to keep my head above water. And so you're not, you don't have time to really think about the future. And then all of a sudden the market shifts and you're like, oh, okay, well, I really need to start doing some planning for listings, you know, coming up because yes, I have a few coming, but what's, you know, further down, it's not like list, 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 because everybody wants to list right now. I mean, you know, we have a shortage of inventory, but it still felt like a lot of people were (laughs) wanting to, at least for me. Uh, I mean, you know, I think we've all been busy. It's all been crazy and so many buyers and all that. But, um, you know, as far as tracking, I mean, I have... I have an Excel spreadsheet. Like I said, I have my to-do list every single day, my goals, my, I call them intentions as well. Um, you know, every single day that kind of keep me on track. And I, I have my spreadsheet to, you know, as far as just my volume and, you know, what's going on there. And my, you know, what I probably should do a better job of is keeping up with my touch points. I know Krista's really wanting us to get better at chime and I know you're really good at chime. So I need to, I need to talk to you, but you know, I think that would, that would probably help me, you know, kind of track a little bit better. But, um, I think it's more uh, this year, my, my word was connection. And it's really, as long as I know that I'm connecting with, and that's, that's always one of my goals every single day with enough people, um, then I know I'm okay. You know what I mean? I know that because from those connections, not only do I gain friendships and get deeper friendships, but business comes from that. It just does. It's, it's nice, you know, Mm -hmm. it's organic. Um, and so I know that if I'm talking to having coffee with texting, writing a card, you know, whatever I'm doing, and that's every single day that it's, that the business will come no matter what market we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so that's just, I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm not the best answer as far as tracking, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I think the fact that you have a system in place because, you know, I think again, this is something that probably resonates with most real estate agents or realtors here in Atlanta is there's a lot of shiny things out there that can mm-hmm. distract us from the actual job. <laughs> right. So whether it's a CRM or a tracking device, I mean, I even had this thing that, had eight different sides and I could flip it over and track my time doing this and then flip it over that way. And, but I don't use it anymore. Like it, you know, and it's one of those things that you kind of have to get into this routine. And like you were talking about earlier, whether it's from a a health standpoint, a business, or even just, you know, managing the family. Cause as you said, every day that changes your, your son changes, the activities change and now you're adjusting everything all over again. So, um, but you know, whatever works for you, honestly, and a lot of people, you know, think that an Excel spreadsheet would be too simple. Well, there's, uh, I was telling Kristen before we hopped on here, I think we as agents overcomplicate a lot of things, mm-hmm. not just in a transaction, not just in communication, but just in general, in business. Yeah. <laughs> and we make things a lot harder on ourselves, but mm-hmm. also on our clients sometimes. 
We tend to get in our own way. For a sure. lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, as, as you were saying, Excel spreadsheet, my heart was like warming because I'm like, it's the simplest thing you could possibly do. <laughs> you know, it is simple, but it works for me, right? Yeah, and it, it's all about what works because 100%. like you said, the shiny things. I mean, I've had several different CRMs. This is the one that's going to, you know, and it's like, I didn't use it. Right. And it's only going to work if you use it, that's you right. know? That's so, right. Yeah. I love it. So talk to us a little bit about that, because I love the connection, of course, uh, being your word. But talk to us a little bit about that. How do you drive action? How do you drive activity with your sphere of influence? How do you convert you know, your written goals that you see every day, twice a day, uh, into actual business? Is there anything that you can point two or three things to and say, man, if I just stay in this activity, it seems like there's a lot of business coming from that. Or if I continually pour in, because everyone's different, you know, uh, we're, we're all different agents, but we're, we're dealing with clients that are all different as well. So there's no one stop silver bullet type thing for every single client. Is there anything you can point to? This year, I've gotten a lot of business from turn from where I work out. So just continuing to go there and talk to people. And, you know, a lot of people ask me real estate questions and, um, you know, just being knowledgeable and open to any conversation. And uh, it's, you know, been great. A, a, a ton of business has just come from there, you know, organically. It's, you know, it's just kind of been my business for a long time. Yeah. But um, I think just continuing to work out. I mean, I have to, you know what I mean? Not, not because of that, but it does. I mean, if you're there, you show up, yeah. you see people see you every single day and Instagram too. You know, I think a lot of it, they see what you're doing. You've got to be consistent, you know, putting up the things that you're doing and you're, I mean, you're amazing at it. I have gotten better, um, recently, but still not, it's just not, sometimes I just forget to even, you know, I'm at a showing or I'm doing this or that. And I'm like, I should have picked up my phone, but you know, it's just, not, I'm just, it's not one of my strengths. So anyway, um, but I think Instagram definitely, you know, people see what you're doing. And I mean, I've had people reach out to me just because of Instagram that I barely know, um, you know how that is. Yeah. So, um, you know, to keep doing that and, and just connecting with people. I mean, mm -hmm. really it's, I, I keep saying that, but it's true. You know, the it, business just for me comes from that. And mm -hmm. so just to make sure that I'm staying in front of those people. And it doesn't have to be real estate, you know, I mean, just talking about whatever, hey, sending them a card because I thought about them or whatever, and it, it works. And I, I hate to say that because it, it sounds contrived and it sounds like I do that to try to get business. I don't, I mean, it, it's out of the, you know, I mean, it's, it's the pureness of my heart. I mean, right. I'm really just doing it because I care about yeah. that person or want to say hi or, or whatever. And it just, it, it works. Yeah. So. Well, no, I love that. And I think especially as a newer agent, like, I heard that and I was like, okay, so you go to the gym, you get clients, you go here, you have this group, you have that organization that you're a part of and you're getting clients. And I was like, I don't really have anything like that. Like, so I started creating opportunities like that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's funny, I was at the car wash a couple of weeks ago and this guy walked over me and he's like, is that your car over there? I was like, it, it is. Do I look like a guy that would own that type of car? <laughs> and he goes, actually, you kind of do. I was like, All right. All right. so we started talking. And uh, and he said, so what do you do? And I said, I'm a real estate agent. And he goes, really? I'm looking to invest right now. And I was nice. like, car wash. Like, yeah, right? literally just doing chores and like going to do my normal errands and stuff. You never know. <laughs> but I think keeping yourself open to those opportunities. Because you're, yep. like you said, you didn't go get a membership for a gym to start you know, buy, hey, uh, while you're finishing this set over here, yeah. you thinking about buying, selling, or investing in real estate? Like, it, it came very organically, and I love that. Um, so, uh, yeah, I love that. Okay, Kristen. So, in closing here, 
Let's talk a little bit about, you know, and again, we kind of alluded to it earlier, the life changes, you know, as, as your business and your profession and your craft get better and your business grows and you have kids and you start working out and you, you know, all of these life changes come, that means your business has to change. Mm-hmm. So two, this is kind of like a two part of the first is how often are you evaluating your goal setting? Cause obviously you can set yearly goals, you can set weekly goals, monthly, you know, whatever, but how often are you going through and, and auditing, if you will, um, your activities against the goals? Um, and then the second part of that is, you know, if, if you were going to recommend a book, a podcast, something that's goal, business oriented, self-help, wherever you want to take that, um, we'd love to hear that as well. Yeah. So I look at my monthly goals every single day to see if I'm doing those, the activities I need to be doing to reach those monthly goals. My yearly goals, I actually realized today that I'm not looking at those as much as I should be. Um, I, I look at them uh, several times a month, but I actually today, because just in, in preparing for this podcast, I went back and I wanted to be more geocentric. And I know that I live in Sandy Springs and I wanted to do more business in Sandy Springs. And one of my goals that I had forgotten about for the year was that I wanted to have at least one new listing a quarter in Sandy Springs. So for, for, you know, and I've already done that. And so I was like, Hey, I did that. I did it in Q1, Q2, and I did two in Q3. So now I just have, well, I've actually done the four, but I want one for, for Q4, you know? And I was like, how did I miss that? You know what I mean? So, but it's funny because as detailed as I am about it, I just kind of forgot that that was one of my line items, you know? And so I think it is important again, to just go back and look at your yearly goals as much as you can. But yeah, my monthly goals and my monthly goals change. I mean, there there's some that that are <laughs> there's some that I still haven't reached that kind of become every single month. You know what I mean? And um, and so I just go back and 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 what am I? I think that that's a good question because all right. So one of my goals, I'll just put this out there, for years has been to meditate in the morning before I go to the gym, which is tough because I get up at 520 to go to the gym. So that means I need to get up at five to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's got to be actionable. I can write that down as much as I want. But when that alarm goes off, I'm not getting up. So what I realized I have to do, and I've done it twice, only two times, and I make excuses, but <laughs> I'm going to do this again because it's back on my goals list this month, is to put my watch in my bathroom. So I have to get up to turn it off and turn my alarm off, my phone in there too. And I like to have my watch on this and start getting my, you know, my activity as soon as I get up. So I'll put it on and I'll turn off my alarm and I'll start brushing my teeth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then I will go meditate. I just, it's been, I just feel like for me, it would be best to do it because I won't get it done a lot of times if I don't do it early. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's just one of the things that I've been trying and trying and trying to do. But, um, there are other goals that you know that change every month, and just going back every single day for me is what works. And going, okay, this is what I need to do to get here. It's a lot of step, a lot of you know small goals to reach the big goals, mm-hmm. and just making sure that I'm consistent with what I'm doing. Consistency is is key. You got to do is. it, and not not settling. You know, just keep on like the Mamba mentality. You know, like Kobe Bryant. You just, you can't settle and you got to believe in yourself and believe that you can do those things. So it's just, that's how I do it. Yeah. Well, and I love that too, as far as, cause massive action, like massive results require massive action, right. period. And you know, I, 
when we would go on date night, I would leave my phone in the car. That was like power move, mm-hmm. right? Like nothing will distract me from this hour, mm-hmm. even if it was only an hour or two, Hey, you know? But I think, you know, the trajectory that that set us up for date night and the same thing with the watch. Like when I see people talking about and doing these types of, th- that to me is where the rubber really meets the road because it is uncomfortable. Yep, It's really, really, really uncomfortable. But I really appreciate your insight today. Um, and... And appreciate your time and willingness to come in and and talk to everyone a little bit about this because you know this I feel like this is something that you never fully accomplish, like everyone that meets every single one of their goals they're setting new ones. Yeah, <laughs> they're not they're not done they're not over with. Um, but the last thing I would say in in kind of wrapping up this episode would be give yourself a little bit of grace. Yeah, because if you're like me, you tend to be really hard on yourself when you don't go to the gym, when you don't do this, yep. when you don't do that, and. Yep. It's super easy to, to go down this spiral of, well, nothing's working out right now, so we might as well just continue the theme. It is. And it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, yeah. like I said, go back and, and look at your goals. They can be tweaked. They can be altered. Or you can throw them out all together mm-hmm. and go, I'm not doing the stuff I need to be doing to get that stuff done. So yeah. what am I willing to do? Yeah. And then let's go from there, you yeah. know, and have fun with it. Don't make it too serious and make it stuff that you can do and want to do, or at least most of it to get to those bigger goals yeah. and, and, and celebrate them. That's one, that's a big thing, you know, cause it's really easy to reach those goals. And then you, you automatically, I, I think it's a good thing. You want to do more, you right. want to, you know, get, get stronger, get whatever. And so you kind of go, Oh, well, I, that's not enough for me now, mm-hmm. but remember to celebrate, you know, buy yourself something or go out and have a drink or, Tell, call somebody and say, listen to what I did yeah. six months ago. I wouldn't have, I would have been ecstatic if I did this right. now, you know, cause I, I tend to do that. I just kind of forget and you get going and, yeah. you know, and it's like celebrate those things Absolutely. and have fun with it. So last question, I pro- this, this will for sure be the last question. Okay. Cause I just thought of it. Talk to us a little bit about your experience here with ARA uh, in leadership, what you've taken away from being a member also involved with the association. Cause I know a lot of people, you know, they see the check go out the door every every year, and especially, you know, as things shift uh, and as we're coming up on renewals and stuff, yeah. a lot of people are going to go, is this really worth, I mean, this podcast sounds great, they're doing different things, but what have you personally gotten from ARA? Well, a ton of friends, you know, and lifelong friends. So I think if you're a new agent out there and you don't know, you know, where to find like-minded people or the, f- the first place to start, I would say, you know, come here. Um, join a committee, join YPN. If you're new in the business or young in the business or, you know, whoever that YPN wants everybody, but come join YPN. It's a good jumping off point um, for other committees and for growth and, and success. And, um, you know, I, I met a lot of friends through YPN, through YPN and through um, the, uh, we used to call it the, I can't even think what's it called? The fundraising committee. It's now called the spring social committee or something, but um also, the Atlanta Realtors does a lot of stuff in the background that I don't think realtors see, you know, uh, advocating for us as realtors, for our business, protecting us uh, from a lot of legislative things and, you know, just all kinds of stuff that, that realtors probably don't realize that your money's really going to things that are helping you make more money and save money, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think that that's... Um, that's a lot, that's something that a lot of realtors don't see and they just think, Oh, why am I spending this money? But you're doing it for a good reason. I promise. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. And you know, a lot of people ask, well, if I get involved, what am I going to get out of it? And 
what you, know, you put in it. Exactly. <laughs> Just like every other volunteer right. opportunity, right? Um, I love that. Well, I appreciate it again. Thank you so much for yeah. your time today and so expertise. Happy to be here. Yeah, Thank I you love for it. Having me. I love it. I appreciate it very much. All right. Thank you all for listening and uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button before you leave here. And we really appreciate you uh, joining us here on the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Thank you for tuning in to the Atlanta Realtors Rundown. Please subscribe. And for more information on how to get engaged, check us out at atlantarealtors.com. We look forward to having you join us for the next episode.